Hey there, welcome to Rave Culture Cast, a podcast dedicated to fans of EDM and music festival culture. My name is Emma Capotis, a festival fanatic and dance music enthusiast who turned my passion for raving into an online career working with some of the biggest names in the industry. Festival tips, advice, hot topics, industry news, music, and more are all discussed here. Think of me as your unofficial rave mom here to help you navigate the EDM community and festival world. Tune in every Wednesday for your weekly dose of peace, love, unity, and respect. Hey guys, welcome back to Rave Culture Cast, your weekly guide to the EDM community, music festivals, and more. I'm your host, Emma Capotis. Happy Wednesday, fam. How are we all feeling? Are we ready for a giant rant this week? Because <laughs> that's literally what this episode is about to be. Um, but no, on a serious note, first off, I wanted to say thank you guys um, for all of your kind messages on last week's episode. If you missed it, it was my official review of Electric Forest 2022. Loved filming that. Some of, like my festival review episodes are some of like the most listened to. Um, and I feel like it's because you guys get like the inside scoop on what an event is really like. I tell you every single detail, pros, cons, like everything you need to know. Um, so that hopefully that makes you feel more informed if you plan on buying tickets in the future. But um, thank you guys for listening and supporting me on that there was obviously a scary situation that happened and I um, tried to be as open and honest about it as possible so I appreciate all of the people who reached out to me after watching but um, yeah I'm actually on on that note thinking about working on an episode about how to handle medical emergencies at events so let me know if you want to see that because I'm talking to a few people who could be guests on that episode and I really think that would be good to follow up on so that is in the works. Um, this week, I kind of just, I don't do this that often. Usually I have like very planned episodes, but I feel like collectively a lot of us are feeling festival burnout or like stress when it comes to like payment plans and buying tickets to future shows and like we're already halfway through the year and I'm already starting to think about like events I want to do in 2023, which is insane. But if you guys are like me, I'm just like feeling this collective feeling of like burnout so I kind of just wanted to do this like impromptu episode about it um, and talk about you know how I'm feeling and then I've you know pulled you guys I've been posting on Twitter Facebook all kinds of places um, asking for your thoughts and opinions on this topic and I got some really good feedback so I'm going to pull up my Facebook page now also plug if you guys aren't in the Facebook community or discord what are you doing fam We've got an amazing community. We're about to hit a thousand members in the Facebook group. So there will always be links down below if you guys want to come join our community. But I'm going to pull up your responses because I always like to read your comments on that. But before we dive into everything today, uh, I quickly wanted to shout out Zound Earplugs. Um, Zound is a family friend of the podcast. They've been around with us for years now. Uh, they're the only earplugs I wear at events. Um, they make high fidelity earplugs, which if you guys don't know what that means, because I've done some social media posts on this, and I, th- I for some reason, earplugs are such a touchy subject for people, and I don't understand why. If you are going to shows and festivals and you're not wearing earplugs, you could be seriously damaging your hearing in the long run. I've been going to shows since I was 15. I didn't start wearing earplugs until my mid-20s, and it definitely has caused issues for me, so 
please protect your hearing, especially if you're somebody who likes to be like up in the front or against the railing. Uh, You could develop tinnitus, which is that permanent ringing in your ear. So high fidelity earplugs, um, according to Zound, they reduce the noise by 21 decibels and they still preserve the quality of the sound. So these aren't earplugs that are like styrofoam guys. Like these aren't the ones that completely block out sound and it's super muffled. It's not like that at all. Um, They use a high fidelity filter technology to give you a crystal clear sound and give you the volume of the sound you want. So if anything, when I wear these earplugs, sometimes the people next to me, the conversations are quieter, but the music is still crystal clear and you can feel safe knowing you're protecting your hearing. So just wanted to shout them out. They're made of a soft silicone. They fit all ear sizes. They never fall out on me. They're super comfortable. I personally put them in the carrying case that they sell and I have the carrying case attached to my hydration pack and my fanny pack as well so that I like literally never forget them. They're just permanently attached to my bags. Uh, So you guys can head to experiencezound.com and use discount code EMMAK to save 10% off, load up, get a bunch of earplugs. I give them out to my friends all the time. So just wanted to shout them out before we get started here. All right. And then listener of the week, I wanted to do a special shout out. I was DMing with uh, this person, I'm going to keep them anonymous for now, um, but they sent me this story from Electra Forest and I thought it was absolutely beautiful. So I just wanted to shout them out. Um, actually, I'll say it was Mike. Mike sent me this message, Mike Moose. Um, so we were talking back and forth about like moments at Electric Forest and he said he was walking to Tripoli and a guy in a wheelchair was stuck in the wood chips. He asked him if he wanted help um, and he said yes. So I helped him get somewhere so that he could take over and get out of the wood chips he said I was trying to see x artist but I don't think I'm gonna make it over there in time and I said oh no you're making it so I wrapped my arm around his and I started trying to run with the wheelchair to the stage then two other guys jumped in and we picked him up and ran all the way there so he could see the art see the set in time best part is he was yelling at us to slow down slow slow down I'm already disabled and I don't need another handicap I couldn't stop laughing he thanks us when we got to the stage and said no one has ever helped me like that people just stare and walk away like I'm a weirdo and I said no man you're just like the rest of us family I found this picture a few years later um, and now I'll never forget that day so I thought that was so beautiful that's like the perfect representation of this community of electric forest like you should never hesitate to help somebody out who needs it no matter what situation they're in and I think that it's so fucking dope that they sprinted to get him to the artist he wanted to see you have no idea how much these little acts of kindness can like literally change I'm gonna cry like can change someone's day or life you just don't know the impact you have on other people so Mike Moose I'm sharing your message because I thought that was absolutely beautiful and you're a fucking rock star. So shout out to all the guys involved in that situation. Um, but you are our listener of the week. All right, you guys. So now that everything's out of the way, let's dive into the meat of the episode here. Let's talk about festival burnout first. I want to begin on this note. Um, so I'll share a little bit about like how I'm feeling right now. And then again, please leave comments. My DMs are open at Rave Culture Cast. Like I want to hear from you and get your thoughts on this topic. But where I'm currently at is like, you know, we come out of this pandemic where a lot we lost so many different things, but especially the events, you know, industry was heavily impacted by that. So like coming out of 2021 with events coming back, going into this year, you know, I definitely went hard. I booked a ton of shows, a ton of festivals. So far this year, I've done 
I kicked it off with Ultra Miami and Miami Music Week, which I was there for almost a week. Then I did Project Glow in April. Then I did EDC Las Vegas. Then I did Electric Forest. And now this summer I have a break. I have ARC Music Festival Labor Day weekend. And then I have EDC Orlando. And then that's it. I might do like a short weekend trip with Brian in the fall, but we're like trying to figure that out. So it's been a lot. And I've, I'm just now feeling those three, four festivals catching up to me now at this like halfway point in the year and like I love festivals more than anything I'm so happy I love being at them but I am noticing as I'm getting older like the recovery is obviously harder depending on the event sometimes I get really sick after them which fucking sucks like after EDC Orlando in the fall I got COVID after EDC Vegas the last three years I've been the most sick I've ever been in my life like it just takes a lot out of you physically luckily after Project Glow and Electric Forest I wasn't bad at all thank God but I I can feel myself like starting to slow down a lot for sure and the traveling just takes a lot out of you obviously like it's a lot to catch up with um, at work that was one thing I noticed especially in 2021 I had so many trips planned back to back I got married I had my bachelorette party like all of that and I noticed like you get so out of your daily routine it's time away from home then you got to catch up when you get back and I was like having this like constant cycle of like really really high highs and really really low lows and I find myself like craving balance way more so I've like mentally put a note for like July and August I'm prioritizing peace I've told myself and focus is my word my keyword is focus I really want to focus on like my home life, my family, Brian, my friends, my dog, my health, like that's kind of what I'm at right now. Um, So that's kind of why I'm like, cool, I have my other two events for the rest of the year. I don't want to put anything else on my calendar. And then moving into 2023, I'm like debating doing less festivals next year just to like, you know, slow things down a little bit. So Uh, The other thing that kind of like falls into that is show burnout. So I don't know if you guys do this too, but I obviously attend a lot of shows. Being in New Jersey, the venues that I go to are Avant Gardner and the Brooklyn Mirage. They're about like maybe an hour drive from me. But this is what happens on a night out. Let me just describe this to you in case anybody else has this experience. Like I fucking love going out. I love the Mirage. It's like my summer place. I love being there, but I just realize like what a night out involves for me now especially because I'm not as close to Brooklyn as I used to be so for me to go to a show usually I'll drive in and now I'll stay with my girl BB Howell thank you for always housing me and having me over and letting me go out with your friends but um, I'll usually drive into the city and then it's like a night of dinner pre-gaming then we'll go to the Mirage the shows go till like almost four in the morning Then I go back to her apartment, sleep for maybe like four hours because I want to get home because I have a puppy here. So then I'm waking up at like 8 or 9 a.m., driving the hour home, like hungover as fuck. And then the whole next day I'm like completely wiped out because I have literally no sleep. I was drinking a lot the night before, like, you know, and all these things are uncontrollable. I could choose to not drink at these shows, but I just like am realistic and I know myself and like I'm going to drink at these shows. So like my whole next day is wiped out and you know I personally I don't like spending a night away from home like I obviously want to be with my husband and my dog so I've just like noticed that 
I don't want to do that as much anymore. Like it takes a whole fucking like almost a two day excursion at this point to do one show. So my priorities are just like shifting personally and I want to make the shows feel more special. So I originally for July, I literally was going to like do Electric Forest. Then I had Dom Dalla's show. Then I was going to do Anjuna Deep this weekend. Then I have Lane 8 and then I was going to do Elro. So I was going to do four shows like every single weekend of July and I looked after I came home from Forest I was like bitch no we're not doing that <laughs> like absolutely not I want to be fucking home I want to be home I want to stop spending money and I don't want to be hung over all the time and it's exhausting so self-care can be removing shows off your calendar like I don't care about the FOMO like if you're like me like it killed me to watch the Dom Dalla clips because I fucking love Dom Dalla and I was looking forward to that show so much and I was like you need to make an adult decision and do something for yourself and it is better for your health if you stay home and as much as it sucks I was like you guys are probably similar like these artists are on tour every year. So if you miss the show one year, they're going to come back the next year. Like that's usually how it works. So I've kind of gotten to the cycle like, bitch, if you miss it this time, you'll come back. This happened with me with with Chris Lake. I did the same thing last summer. Chris Lake, it was one of the best shows apparently of last summer. I had so much FOMO because I decided to stay home. And I was like, Emma, he's going to come back next year. Guess what? He came back this summer. I went. It was the best show ever. That will happen. There will be more shows. They'll come back around. You'll see them again. So I took everything off my plate for July except for lane eight because I've never seen lane eight on tour and I am so fucking excited. So now I have like this one show to look forward to. Same thing with August. I had so much on my calendar. I think I'm only going to do above and beyond at the Mirage because that's a super special show for me. So, so on and so forth. Like I'm just trying to be really particular about my calendar and like taking that time to be at home. So just threw a lot at you guys but that's kind of like where I'm at mentally and I tweeted about it and I tweeted like guys like taking shows off of your schedule is a form of self-care and so many people responded to that that like people are also just kind of like over it um and you can reach burnout like if you party all the time eventually it's going to catch up to you so it's okay to do that there will be more more shows if this is the validation you needed to hear there you go (laughs) like you can sorry friends you can stay home if you want to stay home The other thing that kind of like, you know, contributing to this besides like the physical toll, uh, I want to chat a little bit obviously about increasing costs for all of these things because um, I'm going to talk about your polls in a second. Actually, let me pull up the tweet that I did because this tweet also like popped off. I said like, let me just read it to you guys um, because the response to this was very interesting, but it's related to cost. So you know again for me I'm driving into the city but same thing so the cost of traveling right now is fucking insane flight prices are astronomical flights are getting canceled left and right my flight to um, electric forest got canceled the way there and the way home it was a total nightmare we ended up having to buy a new flight and then extend our car rental which was an additional $300 so it ended up being like a very expensive trip home which fucking sucked so that can kind of also contribute to why I feel like people are slowing down a little bit. It's like, okay, now I got to pay for my ticket, hotel, flight, like all this stuff on top of it. And it definitely does add up. 
and I don't want this episode to like feel so totally negative guys by the way like this is this is my industry like I work in this industry I love it more than anything don't stop going to shows like I still want to continue to support this industry I'm just being a little bit more selective and I just want to talk about like why this might be happening so I tweeted are we collectively slowing down on shows or is it just me I feel like a lot of people are on the same wave wavelength right now with taking a break and it got a lot of likes and retweets and I just want to read some of your comments on here um that Dean guy said yeah myself and a couple friends have kids so we definitely slowed down on heading out of state to multi-day festivals uh that said I'm hitting 10-ish more concert this year locally and I'm enjoying that it's just harder logistically now um Ace Antonio said I feel like I've been going non-stop since July 2021 so yeah I'm on a break until Labor Day weekend I'm gonna focus on my non-festival going friends enjoy sunny San Diego and make some content um I think this is oh Lexicutioner421 said I am but it's also because I have big life things coming up and I need money for that uh, I've also seen that artist come through a bunch of times. So sometimes I skip for that reason too. Exactly. We've talked about that. Um, baby, I think it's Baby Ithlord said, this is Vanna said, I'm exhausted mentally and physically and I'm only 22 selling my soul for a company paying me $11 an hour. I simply can't afford it anymore. Uh, Festival Finesser said shows in New York City aren't hitting the way they used to because of COVID. Um yeah, so it's just like more and more comments like this. Like somebody said, it's the combination of being age 30 and the way the economy is going. So I think like definitely collectively we're all kind of like feeling like that. And again, I think coming off of COVID, that probably attributes to a lot of this because I think a lot of us did go super hard. So now we're like, okay, it's been about a year and a half since shows have been back we're like the dust is settling like now we can be more selective now we can kind of like take a break find a little bit more balance so um that was your thoughts on that um I just want to chat about the the cost a little bit more as well because kind of like how I'm combating it or trying to I've kind of noticed that I'm planning things a lot later which doesn't help with the cost sometimes but I'm like just catching up on booking like hotels and flights for the festivals I'm going into and usually these things are so far planned in advance for me and for some reason they're like not like that this year like I just booked my hotel and flight for ARC and we're two months out like that's not like me usually like EDC Orlando I haven't even started thinking about obviously you guys know I'm staying at Slumberland Festival quick plug to them um yeah, we're going to have a whole rave culture cast fam there. So if you guys didn't book yet, Slumberland Festival is essentially a hotel and shuttle takeover. So you can stay there. They're going to do after parties, pool parties. They shuttle you to EDC Orlando and back. So it's going to be like a whole fucking full-blown rave at Slumberland. So um, discount code MK if you guys want to save money on that. I'll be staying there. It's going to be a vibe. So I just have my hotel set up for EDC Orlando. haven't even thought about flights yet. But I definitely use apps like Hopper. Hopper is great. It tracks flight prices. I know there's other like platforms that do that. Skyscanner is another one, I think. If you have to take connecting flights, do that. Like I had to take connecting flights recently. So whatever you can do to kind of like accommodate the cost, if you need to drive versus fly, stay with a group so the hotel is cheaper, or do an Airbnb, like try to figure out a way to offset it or Again, like don't put yourself out, maybe plan less and not have as much on your calendar and then you can kind of like pick those two big festivals a year or something that you want to do. Um, so these, one other thing I wanted to chat about in today's episode, just to wrap up the festival burnout, I guess, um, 
still very much looking forward to the festivals I'm going to but I think having this summer off I think by the time ARC rolls around like I'm gonna be so excited to do that like I can't wait that lineup is like chef's kiss it's all house and techno I got a great group going it kind of like all just fell into place together so I'm not thinking about it too much right now but I know when Labor Day weekend rolls around I'll be hella pumped for that so you know just last thing on the festival burnout or show burnout again just like take time for yourself make sure that you're taking care of your health your body like financially everything um and don't feel too bad if you have to skip some shows they will come back around but let me take a super quick break here and then we will dive into ticket buying and the stresses of purchasing tickets right now for shows. Alrighty, you guys, quickly, I wanted to plug some Insomniac events that I am promoting. So if you guys want tickets to any of these festivals, I am an Insomniac affiliate. Um, so I will leave links down below. Uh, basically just supports me directly I earn commission on these and it goes right back into all my content and everything so thank you guys for purchasing through my links I think I've got like Moonrise I've got oh gosh I'm blanking right now EDC Orlando I have three points pretty sure I have Escape what else do I have Nocturnal so I've got a bunch of different Insomniac links if you guys want to use those down below um, feel free maybe I'll be at some of those we'll see you guys but thank you so much for supporting uh, and let's get back into the episode. All right. So the second half of this episode, I want to just talk briefly about purchasing tickets right now because that kind of falls into this whole category of um, feeling burnt out and some of the stresses that can come along with it. So uh, actually, one of my subscribers recommended this as a, an episode suggestion in our Discord channel. So let me shout them out really quickly because uh, if you guys aren't in our Discord already, definitely check it out and join. Um, I'm I love this I honestly like was not a big discord person and now I use it like every single day and I just have to get more in the habit of it but um it's really cool we have different like threads for all different festivals so if you want to chat with other people going to certain festivals we've got interests like flow arts and candy and shufflers uh we have a whole festival fam section and then I have a whole episode section where you guys can drop in like listener of the week recommendations or episode suggestions you can talk about things that I've talked about on the episode so this was an episode suggestion um let me find the first message I think this was from Papa um Adikpa. yeah saying I've been seeing a lot of anxiety fo and FOMO on socials lately about um like selling tickets a week after major festivals uh, people feeling like they won't be able to get a ticket before the potential sellout and comments about them feeling anxiety and or financial stress due, the, due to the sheer number of festivals they want to um, pick from all selling tickets at the same time. So thank you for this recommendation. So yeah, let's talk about it. I posted some polls just to start off with that. I said, does the process of buying festival tickets stress you out? 69% said yes and 31% said no. Uh, I said, are you worried you won't get tickets to certain events? 68% said yes. 32% said no. Do you get FOMO over events that you can't attend? 87% said yes and 13% said no. Already, sorry guys, my camera died and I don't know where it just cut me off. So I apologize if I'm about to repeat myself. But I was on the where do you buy your tickets from? And it's basically a combination of like, Festival websites, Facebook groups, uh, affiliate links, Ticketmaster, event pages, front gate tickets, etc., which is where I buy my tickets from. Um, and then the last one I said is how could festivals improve their ticket buying process? 
Uh, we got no more ticket fees. Um, I think it's legit the way it is. A better refund policy as opposed to having to sell the tickets back for less. Signing up for pre-sale window slots to avoid site crashes. Um, it seems pretty smooth, but I don't know if bots are a problem. And then don't let second, com- second companies buy them out and avoid resale on other sites. So kind of a lot to unpack here. Um, I guess I'll just quickly share like how I'm feeling about buying tickets right now and things like that. So um, and like examples of the past. The most stressful, I would say, was Electric Forest in 2019 because the tickets are so scarce and because they have a loyalty program built in. So basically, if you do four in the four years in the forest, you get four in the forest loyalty, um, which I actually love their system. I think it's amazing that they have loyalty tickets because like if you've dedicated that many years to the festival, you should have priority. Um, Like I wish EDC did that. I've been to EDC seven times, so that'd be cool. But um, finally, since I was just like a GA, like first timer, I got in and like the general on sale and it was like set your notifications. I was sitting in my office like right at like 12 p.m. or whatever time they went on sale and like it's like a mad dash to like get in line and then you're sitting there waiting watching the little like wheel turn and turn and turn like just hoping that you'll get a ticket so electric forest definitely was the most nerve-wracking for me um i used to feel that way about ultra i remember ultra 2017 i was super stressed about because they went on sale in the middle i was in the middle of a meeting and i literally had my phone out in the meeting buying the tickets um tomorrowland gives me those vibes too i've heard all different ways to kind of like get a ticket to Tomorrowland, um, you know, buying through the global journey packages versus just trying to buy the festival tickets, you know, go for the packages. So like there's all these like different ways around trying to secure a ticket. Um, Camp EDC, I feel like is getting more and more difficult to secure tickets to. So it's like the more scarce the ticket is or the more popular, I feel like the more sense of urgency and the more stress related to it because you just feel like I have to buy the ticket now. Like I'm not going to have the chance to or it's going to run out. But that's kind of my experience now. I am obviously very, very lucky that I attend a lot of these events for free now because I am working most of them. So I don't have to deal with that anymore, but you just never know. Um, There are a lot of festivals I'm not working with. And so, you know, I will be going through general on sale for that. But I kind of put together the list here based on your responses of like what I think is attributing to the stress and like the number one thing, which I just talked about is like the scarcity of the ticket. I think the biggest thing for me with that is I feel like it could rush you into making a decision before you actually have your plan set and know that you really want to go but then on the flip side which my friend group was just talking about this this week a lot of my friends are buying tickets now like much much closer to the festival because so many people end up reselling their tickets because they buy it super fucking early like a year in advance and then for whatever reason financially or maybe they can't make the event anymore then they sell their ticket so just because they go away in the beginning I would say like don't stress your yourself out too much unless you know for sure you're 100% going to go, you're going to make it happen. Like you can avoid that first ticket purchasing process and like buy it much closer to the event. Even Electric Forest, like they have a resale site. There's a wait list you can get on. EDC has a wait list. You know, you could end up making friends with people and like hopping in their Moonglow pod or something like that if you're comfortable with that. So 
there's other ways to avoid like that scarcity feeling like I feel like there's a if there's a will there's a way you guys will find tickets um definitely the site crashing situation seems to attribute to a lot of people's stress um I've experienced that again it's like you get in line on time like you're one of the first people there and say the site crashes and you have to hit refresh and start all over obviously that's not a good user experience and that can be extremely stressful so um Somebody suggested having more pre-sale windows. I totally agree with that. Or like loyalty programs. I'd love to see more festivals doing loyalty programs based on like how many years you've attended the event. I think that would be really cool. Um, Some other stressors, events getting canceled. We still are experiencing this. We still are in COVID times. Um, Yeah, I mean, and bad refund policies is the next one. Like, it sucks. It sucks when you plan or an event cancels right before. Like then you've got to deal with like getting refunds on your flights and your hotels and like all of the above. And sometimes it's completely out of the festival's control. Other times it's poor planning and logistics. Like we're seeing plenty of events getting canceled left and right. So that still is a very real thing that's happening. Um, I totally agree. Bad refund policies. Again, unfortunately with a lot of festival organizers, if they're not part of a massive production company and they don't have the budget they're holding on to a lot of people's funds to be able to produce the next year um, I definitely don't want to see any events go away for sure and I like can sympathize and understand certain things but I also feel like you have to respect the customers that you have and it's way better to not like piss them off um, and there are certain events I'm not going to return to that I'm not going to say because they have really shitty customer service and bad refund policies so that's the tea on that (laughs) uh and then bots yes bots to me are like way I mean they're definitely with festival tickets but they also are are in a lot of like um just like show and concerts as well like bots will literally or like these outside companies will come in buy up a shit ton of tickets and then resell them for much higher and like mark them up in prices which is so fucked up so I don't know the technology behind that to avoid those things happening but it is another thing that definitely contributes to it so how do how do we combat this how do we make this process easier for us like again any organizers listening or anything like that like I'm all ears but um how I've made it easier on myself as far as payments I always do the payment plan like without a doubt um you know Insomniac does this a lot you can put like ten dollars down and then you know that's your deposit to hold your ticket and then you can do a payment plan highly recommend doing that um I can't stress this enough Turn on your notifications, sign up for the newsletters and the emails, and then just be ready to go on time. Again, if you know you want to do the event, otherwise, don't stress. There are official resale sites. There are wait lists. Like, you'd be surprised. Um, And don't have a panic attack if six months before the event you don't have a ticket still. Like, a lot of people, again, sell in that, like, window of, like, two months before a festival. So as long as you're comfortable you know hopping on a hotel or a flight deal like late again there's a will there's a way you'll totally get them don't refresh your page when you're in line for tickets we always say that like just sit and wait they're holding your spot so don't hit the refresh refresh button um sometimes I remember my friends for electric forest like they were doing it on their phone and their laptop I was doing it on I had my like desktop computer, my laptop and my phone. Like I might have been doing it on three different devices, <laughs> which probably contributed to the fucking wait time. But I was like, I'm getting these tickets. So if you need to do that, you can do that. Um, or like I said, you know, you could always have like one friend 
buy like four tickets for your group and then you can like buy them from your, from your friend or something like that. But that is everything for today's episode, you guys. I wanted to keep it a little bit shorter, but let me know your thoughts. How are you feeling about festivals right now and shows? Like, are you feeling burnt out? What does your schedule look like? Um, I want to hear in the comments like what your thoughts are on this topic because again, I just can kind of like feel collectively that people are getting a little a little burnt out and that's okay. There are going to be different seasons. There are going to be other times where you go super hard. Like winter usually is just naturally quieter. Like my husband and I talk about this all the time. Like basically like spring through fall is festival season. I am on it and then I don't really do any festivals through winter at all. So usually like December to February I'm like completely off and then it's like questionable if I do anything in March. But yeah, there will be other times where it will be super busy and other times where you can relax but it's always good to take a break. Again, you can sell tickets if you need to take a night off from a show. If you're sick or something like that, take the night off. It's better not to push your body. Um, But on the flip side, let me know what shows you guys are excited about. Uh, I hope to see you guys out at at events. Again, I'll be at ARC. I'll be at EDC Orlando. We're going to have a big crew for that. I'll be in the city occasionally doing some shows. So let me know in the comments what shows you are very excited for because I know there's some really, really big ones. We're literally just in July. We've got all of July, all of August. September is massive for festivals. So we've got a big season ahead of us. Um, Let me do quickly our Rave Culture Cast recap, you guys, and then I will let you all go. Um, I only had three things. Um, We had some updates on Second Sky Festival, which is Porter Robinson's event. So they did announce that it's no longer going to be a two-day event and it's only going to be one day this year. So it's a single-day festival taking place on Saturday, October 29th. It's no longer going to be on Sunday. Um, And I guess people who bought the two-day tickets will be receiving um, either a rollover or a refund option email. Um, And that's all we know so far. I don't think we have the lineup or anything. So October 29th for Second Sky. Um, I wanted to quickly shout out the song because it's getting released this Friday. And I'm so fucking – I've never been so excited about an ID – Dom Dalla is finally dropping his Miracle Maker track. And when I tell you, he's been opening a lot of his sets with this. So he opened his Ultra set with it. And I was like, what is this? What is this sorcery that is beautiful, beautiful music to my ears? And I've listened to his Ultra set so many times. And I literally just keep replaying the beginning like three minutes over and over again. So it's finally coming out. It's Miracle Maker. It's coming out July 15th. Very excited for that. And then lastly, I wanted to send my warm wishes to Gabriel and Dresden. I don't know if you guys saw this, but they just posted a very serious message about um, Josh Gabriel's health. So he wrote on Instagram, dear friends and extended dance family, I have some unfortunate big news to share. A few weeks ago, I suffered a heart attack. I was in the hospital for two days and I'm now home and doing okay. Now it's time for me to heal and reduce stress for the best chance of making a full recovery. It came as quite a shock, but it made a lot of sense. The past year, I've been struggling with feelings of burnout, exhaustion, and overall being pushed to my limit. I now have an understanding of what was really going on. The hardest part is the reality that I must step back from touring until I am fully recovered. I'm going to miss playing for you and seeing everyone's smiling faces on the dance floor. Now it's time for me to focus on my physical and mental health. In the spirit of bringing awareness to the importance of taking care of ourselves, especially those in the nightlife industry, I wanted to write honestly to keep the conversation going about self-care, stress reduction, and finding balance in life. I'm happy to say that while I'm gone, Dave Dresden will be carrying the DJ torch at shows for both of us until I come back, and I'm very grateful for his help. Although the last few weeks have been hard, 
I feel only positive changes in my life will come as a result. Thank you for all of your love and support, Josh Gabriel. So sending all my love and a speedy recovery to Josh Gabriel from Gabriel and Dresden. This honestly like fit perfectly with this theme, but like I've talked about this on the podcast before, like the extreme level of like how taxing basically it can be for people in the nightlife industry DJs producers managers like anybody involved you really do push yourself um and so it's I'm very very glad to hear that he's okay but suffering a heart attack is obviously something extremely serious so hopefully he takes all the time he needs to recover but again just a reminder guys like even smaller stresses or health issues can come from pushing yourself to the point of burnout so we're gonna leave on a note of take care of yourself mental health physical health please take care of yourself this summer guys don't overdo it um you know do things that make you happy and that you enjoy find stress relievers in your day again I'm prioritizing peace and balance in my life right now which is a good thing so send you guys all my love and positive vibes this week thank you so much for listening uh, if you guys enjoyed today's episode again you can connect with us at rave culture cast on all the platforms um please rate and review subscribe do all the things you know the deal and of course any important links that you need to know are down in the description box all right guys thank you so much for listening have an amazing week and i'll see you next wednesday bye guys